Welcome to the Building Your Team podcast, where we truly believe the greatest leaders in history didn't just set out to become a great leader. They set out to do a great work, knowing they couldn't do it alone. It doesn't matter if you coach JFL or in the NFL, if you want to be successful, it starts with building your team. Well, I'm Scott Kramer, along with our host, Coach Damon Tomeo, and on today's episode of Building Your Team, we'll be tackling the topic of discipline. Coach, before you dig into this new topic today, any feedback from our last episode on goal setting that you wanted to share? Well, I noticed last time that, uh, and every time before, we seem to dig deep into some really big topics, and goal setting is one that I think... uh, you could easily go back in on again and listen to. There's a lot to it, and I hope that mm-hmm. uh, the listeners got something out of setting goals and ways in which they can set them on different time frames. It's an important topic, and uh, as we move into discipline today, if the goals are set, then I think this podcast is really going to hit home. One of my takeaways from our time together last month was the shared Google calendars, and, and that was a game-changer for a big family like mine. And we're beginning to see how that simple action step can pull a group of individuals, typically going off in their own direction, kind of pull them together and get them moving in the same direction. And sometimes that's half the battle, isn't it? Oh, definitely for sure. That is definitely the battle, is trying to get everybody on the same page. And everyone has their own agenda. And uh, and it's okay, because everyone's going to be different. But um, you know, part of being a leader is getting everyone to pull the same way and go in the same direction. I ran into a guy who had just listened to episode three, and he asked me a question. I wanted to make sure I asked you on the show, because I think there are a lot of listeners that uh, may be asking the same thing. He said, hey, I just listened to your podcast, and as I reflected on my organization, I thought, you know, this woman is a natural leader. People follow her, and and this individual appears uh, to not have any leadership qualities. And here's the question. Are great leaders born, or can they be made? Wow, that is a good one. And uh, unscripted, unprompted, here we go on an answer. Leaders <laughs> born or made? You know, I tend to think that uh, we are given a, a certain set of God-given skills. And I'm, I'm blessed at 5'11 and 15 sixteenths, and that's as high as, <laughs> high as I got. And that's what I got to work with. But from there, to take advantage of that and to maximize what you do have. And then, really, to train and to learn and to improve the skills of what you have. So I'm going to say leaders are made to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. and some might be given more skill than others. And um, I should say, I'm sorry, born to a certain extent, but then they make themselves and improve themselves, starting small, starting in your own room, in your own house, in your own team at work, and then developing those skills that you can spread out to your whole organization, your extended family, and those beyond. So there you have it. To the gentleman that asked the question, are great leaders born or made? The answer is... Yes, they are. <laughs> Coach, where are we headed today? Well, I think adding discipline now as you have your goals set and uh, you know your, your organization and group is moving forward. And how do you add discipline to start reaching those goals? And oftentimes those goals can be you know, structured for your personal life, your school life, relationships, maybe your career. But I think where discipline is needed most, and I often hear most on, is money, where people money are spending their money and what they're doing with their money and our whole body image issue we're having now. And, uh, you know, it's not the gaining weight. 
is the issue. I think it's the losing weight and adding discipline in those areas. I think it really help us. Uh, I think it's something to spend some time on today. Yeah, discipline isn't fun. I mean, it's not easy, is it? It is not. It is not. I, you know, one of the officers here in Galesburg came and spoke to our team, and you know, his line is worth sharing. And he said, "Choosing what you want most over what you want right now." Mm. It's it's profound, and I think that's where really discipline comes from. Is you know, deciding what's really most important to you and prioritizing that. Hmm. How long have you been coaching? This is year twenty. Year twenty, and. Have you seen any shift in recent generations? I mean, is it harder to find student athletes and employees that understand the importance of discipline? I would imagine there are coaches and leaders all over the country, maybe listening today, that that are seeing the same sampling of new recruits. How would you address that? What are you seeing? Yeah, I... I it's tough. I mean, guys are coming in and they have different family structures and different backgrounds. They're coming from different programs. We're starting to see student athletes from all over the country. And I'm sure in your business, you're, you're getting more national, more maybe possibly international, interacting with different people, different cultures, different backgrounds, and uh, different priorities. And that's something where just walking in, there's an initial challenge of getting everybody on the same page and improving where they're at. And uh, discipline is not easy. I think it's very, very difficult. I think it's very, very hard. And I think it's something that you got to spend time on. One of my favorite authors, and uh, got really into him recently, Jocko Willink, retired Navy SEAL. In his book, his most recent book, Discipline Equals Freedom, he writes, To reach goals and overcome obstacles and become the best version of you possible will not happen by itself. It will not happen cutting corners, taking shortcuts, or looking for the easy way. There is no easy way. There must be discipline. YouTube it. Get his voice on there. You could find it in his book. It's a tremendous read, 25 bucks. It'll help you out. Put it on your shelves as a reminder. Jocko Willink's book. But there's so much truth to that. There is no easy way with discipline. It is hard. And in his world of you know war, it's very, very essential. In your day-to-day world of just you know going to the dentist and the grocery store and going to your 8-to-5 job and helping your family, could be a little easier and maybe a little softer, but you got to draw some lines and prioritize what's important. Yeah. What time did you get up this morning? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. We drove in the dark, in the rain. We met here at the at the studio, and, and um, my alarm went off at four thirty. And I and I thought of Jocko because he has some some thoughts about that. Uh, what, what, what's his theory on? It's the snooze button. The snooze button is the enemy. (laughs) That's right. It's the first thing is when you get up and you hit the snooze button, you might as well set your alarm later because you've already lost the day. Mm. So, and he says he gets up at four thirty to train to prepare himself. Uh, I like five. Five works for me, and uh, I have a routine in the morning. And you need to have a routine in the morning. Now, five o'clock might be a bit extreme, but then you just have to set back the other side of the day and say, "I'm going to bed a little bit earlier to get the quality sleep I need." But uh, if you're constantly hitting the snooze button, you're already losing the battle of discipline. And uh, you got to fight and start right there. How do you motivate that young person who is obviously gifted? Uh, I mean, they're just they're talented out of their minds. But, but you can recognize the difference between who this individual could become and who they are becoming is this one single ingredient, discipline. Well, that's... <laughs> Wow, that's, that's a little bit harder than it might sound on the surface. I think there's two, two things that come to mind quickly for me, 
in trying to get our guys on the same page and, and get the family going in one direction. One is that there's the shortest distance to success is discipline. Brian Kite, who we've mentioned before, uh, it, it's really it's so true. The shortest distance to success is discipline. Our other favorite uh, pastor up out of Canada, Kerry Newhoff, says discipline starts with I. It's got to start with the person that wants to make the change. I don't think real change happens until we're really fed up with the way things are. Mm-hmm. Once you're fed up, you're going to make a difference and make a change. If you're comfortable with it and you're okay with it, why change? Because it's going to be difficult. you know. And any kind of dream without a decision is going to be tremendous frustration. So you're going to have to make that decision, commit to it, and see it through. Yeah, many of us are in our midlife season, and uh, you know you, you always hear about midlife crisis, and um, but we we stop and we look and we realize, you know, we've had our ladder up against someone else's dream, and, and I like what Carrie's saying there. I like I like what you're quoting because in essence, what he's saying is. Um, what has God called you to do or be? And as I tell my kids, find your why. You know, God made each of us for a purpose and discovering that purpose and being the best version of ourselves as you uh, remind us every month, it requires discipline, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, that's dead on. And at times I think it's difficult in a family when you invest all your time in your kids and you realize it's you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and you're exhausted, and you're going to get up and do it again, that you kind of lose yourself in that. And that's not always the healthiest thing. And you're going to set some uh, boundaries with your, with your family, with your kids, and even with yourself that you know, there's not a lot of conflicts at 5 o'clock in the morning, we like to say. <laughs> and uh, often you can buy back an hour when everybody else is sleeping, and the kids need to sleep. And uh, I'm not being an advocate of getting them up at five o'clock. Uh, but, you know, you can get yourself up and you can get yourself in a routine, whether, you know, a little bit of reading in the morning, a little bit of exercise, a little time to just to reflect, to, you know, to meditate, maybe to write. Um, I cannot write at five o'clock in the morning, I'll be honest. Um, I can exercise after about 530. I need a few minutes and a double espresso to get the brain in gear. But um, that quiet time has just done wonders for me, and it's helpful. It's truly helpful. And I think as you move forward in your life and you're in the season where your kids are growing and you're investing a lot in that and, and work's kind of cruising a little bit and everything's kind of going okay, you just kind of get in that rhythm of well, where am I really going? And I love the image you say of putting your ladder against someone else's dream, someone else's house, and helping them achieve that. got to have your own dreams too. And I think when you decide that those are your dreams, then you're really going to be disciplined in those areas. I think it was Dave Ramsey that said, for change to happen, the pain of same must exceed the pain of change. You get out of the shower one day, you look in the mirror, and, and when it becomes more painful to look in the mirror than it is to walk a couple miles a day, that's when change will begin, and it requires discipline. Dave Ramsey's a great one. He's a great one to listen to, and if you haven't, pick him up too. But you know you're going to be uncomfortable Question is, what would you be uncomfortable for? And the choices we're making are then going to make us. And those are things that in life, it, you, know, you start complaining, and really, what are you complaining about? It's your own decisions. And that's not easy. And you got to look yourself in the mirror, and oftentimes that's not what you really want to see. And the problems that people are having is a lack of discipline with their finances, as Dave Ramsey would get into. Or, as you eloquently said, you get out of the shower and you're like, ooh, I got to do something about the way I look and, and you know, my own health. I do know that when you begin to make small decisions that lead you in a direction, 
And the excellence in those small decisions will precede excellence in big decisions. Mm. Little disciplines added together become big disciplines. Whether it's just pushing back from the dessert tray and saying, you know what, I'm not going to have dessert today. All of a sudden, you can discipline yourself to the next level and get rid of that Coke you've been drinking <laughs> or whatever else is just causing you a problem. Mm-hmm. And you can do it. You really, really can do it. And it's fun. And I always like, as I make a game out of it, say, okay, today, this is what I'm going to do today and see if I can do it just to compete with myself. And I love to compete. And whether it's against anybody or myself, I'm going to find a way. Um, the same as like the 5 o'clock thing. I compete with myself. Alarm goes off. Feet hit the floor. I'm thankful for another day. And then I got to f- find a double espresso. <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm I'm thinking of the person listening right now, and they're and they recognize. I mean, they're in a rut. This this is not easy. This takes a this takes a certain uh, grit. Am I right to 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 get out of that rut and to decide to uh, to be disciplined? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But you're you're fed up. You're tired of the way life is right now. And just narrow it down. I mean, look at your look at your finances. That's always a big one that comes up. Is you know mm-hmm. we don't have any money. We you know we're struggling with this. We're to, well, where are you spending the money? Maybe it's an income problem. Maybe it's an outgoing problem. But sit down, write it down as as normal. You put it on paper and you can stare at it. Usually, you can figure out the problem. And you're you know driving through fast food too often, or you're wasting your money on something silly and online shopping or whatever it might be. But that's just discipline in decision making. Do you really need that item? It goes back to kind of what I mentioned earlier: is choosing what you want most over what you know, you want right now. And that is a key, key thing. Yeah. I, I'm going to, we didn't rehearse this or, or talk about it, but I'm going to drop this one on you. Is there a difference between discipline and structure? You're not making this easy on me today, Scott. Discipline versus structure. I think structure to me would be the framework of which you operate and the Discipline is the daily disciplines it takes to operate within those structures. Mm-hmm. You live in a family, there's a structure to it. You have a job, you have other activities you're involved with, there's structure to those. But the discipline is making the decision in very small ways, which become big ways, to operate within that structure and improve mm-hmm. that structure you're in. And I think there's a combination. You have time management skills, there's your structure. But if one of your time management skills is spend four hours playing video games, that might not be the best decision. You need a little bit more discipline to focus yourself onto, at least this morning, me lacking doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I did not play four hours of video games. <laughs> I just was staring down some pretty cool articles I was reading. So right. um, I got to read and do the dishes simultaneously. But I think there's a combination between structure and discipline. And uh, you got to have a little bit of both. And, and there's still a blurred line there. I don't think it's completely, um, they're completely separate. Yeah, the way you, uh, I'm just the way you answered that question, and, and as you see new students, freshmen coming in each year, um, I, I'm guessing that you've been able to notice in certain individuals, you know what, this person is disciplined. They've just never experienced the structure to maximize that. Would that be accurate? Oh, absolutely. I think so. And in in, in that structure, a lot of what we talk about is this time management and prioritizing and what things really need to be done and then applying the level of discipline you need to be successful and uh, the priority it takes to do it. Yeah. Wow. A lot can be said on this topic and I don't want to I don't want to miss any of the 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 gold that you've got for us today. So make sure what what else do you have on this issue of discipline? Well, for I think us? the big application as as you take away today uh, is really is there's going to be a pain of discipline of doing it 
or there's going to be a pain of regret of not doing it. Mm. And that's a decision that you're going to make. And which one, which pain do you want to have? Mm. And like I said, it's fun at times just to compete with yourself and push yourself to have that discipline. And it's really not pain. Is it really hard to push away from not eat the extra cookie? You know, <laughs> to not walk through Target. I mean, you walk in, they're going, I don't have any money. You walk into Target, you can't leave without spending money. <laughs> I know this. I know this. Target's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And, you know, as you're, we're closing up, and I think create the best version of yourself for those that are around you, they deserve and need it. You really need to prioritize what's important. You've yeah. got to have some patience. And know that this is not something you're going to flip the switch on and it's going to take some work. You're not going to be successful at 100%. You're going to fail. You're going to fall. You're going to have weakness. But I believe you can do it. You truly can do it. Just put your mind to it. And it starts right now. It doesn't need some, we'll do it tomorrow. How about, you know, we'll talk about it next week. No, right now, you can do it. You truly can do it. The pain of discipline is a lot easier to swallow than the pain of regret. And that's certainly a page we can add to our leadership notebook. Uh, give us a final word, a doggy bag for, uh, for the month, and then tell us what our listeners can expect us to unpack next time. Well, as always, invest in yourself, invest in those around you. It's so important. Continue to work to improve yourself and to improve your team, and uh, it'll pay dividends. Next time, we're going to talk about taking this discipline to the next level, and you're going to be finding some results, which you're really excited about, and trying to keep hope in there as well, because some of these disciplines won't lead to successes quite just yet. So talking hope versus results, why you need a little bit of both in your organization with your team, and it should be another great episode. Thanks, Coach. Always valuable. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss it. If you have a question or a comment, you can find our contact information in the show notes, along with all the other valuable information mentioned today. And be sure to follow Coach on social media. Special thanks to our Building Your Team team for making this podcast excellent. Frank, Sky, and Dan. And special thanks again to the Galesburg Radio Station for allowing us to use their studio to record this episode. If you live in the listening area, make sure you tune in to WGIL 1400 AM for local news and sports and occasionally a live interview with Coach. For Coach Damon Tomeo, I'm Scott Kramer, inviting you back next time for another episode of Building Your Team. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.